Hey, 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 and welcome to Hashtag The Chit Show. I'm Ashley Chitty, and I am so happy that you guys are here today. Are you ready to chit-chat about all the things, start having some real talk? If so, this is where it's at. I hope you guys are ready to come on this journey with me. Let's go. Hey, boo, hey. How's it going? Okay, so today I was going to talk about something completely like off the wall, but I mean, I'm telling you, I wanted to talk about, um, I've spoken a little bit about my marriage or my previous marriage, and I've also uh, kind of like dabbled there where it feels like I'm hanging like a cookie a little bit of uh, what kind of went on. I want to start kind of diving into that topic a little bit about um, abuse, uh, mental, physical, emotional abuse. But it, 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 it has to have its time. Um, it took some time to develop that relationship, that relationship, get out of that relationship. And also, um, it took some time for me to heal. So it's going to be a process in um, telling that story. But I wanted to first start off about, I was just speaking to my daughter recently about that gut feeling that you get all the time. And it, and it made me think of this. It it brought this up in my mind of why didn't I listen to my gut when I knew something was off all the time? And why, why did I allow myself to get in that situation where I could not get out of? Um, I understand now the process of abuse and the controlling part and how it's almost uh, feels like more so it's a brainwashing type of thing. You don't feel safe. You feel like you can't get out. You feel like you can't get away. You also feel that you're not worthy um, or good enough um, other than to that person. So in the middle of those relationships where you're like stuck there, you're kind of, you know, thinking, well, why would I leave? Nobody else is going to want me, like me, care for me, love me like this certain person uh, does. And, um, but if you take it back, I have uh, done a lot of thought therapy and um, research on why I got to that place in the beginning. It wasn't like I was being told every day, all day that I was an idiot or didn't matter or I was never really spoken to um, in a way that was uh, demeaning when growing up. My, my although my family was uh, or my mom and my dad were divorced, I always felt so loved. I uh, by my dad's side of the family, my mom's side of the family. I mean, like they just showered us with love. But then there was a time. Um, my mom did remarry and um, there was a period of time where when I look back on why I, I feel like I got into this kind of situation, it was because of that marriage. Um, and although I felt loved in such a weird way to say uh, in that marriage, um, my mom's marriage, that um, from him, I just feel that looking at looking at that kind of situation, um, it was controlling as well. It never was physical, but, you know, it doesn't always have to be physical for it to be kind of like an abuse. So I um, and 
I also want to state that this is just my opinion on the thoughts and the feelings that occurred during that. Um, it's my interpretation. So I uh, think that if you go back to why I um, got into that kind of relationship, I often, it takes me back to that relationship between my mom and him. So I don't know why I would ever fall into, you know, at the time where my ex-husband was like trying to get me, you know, under his claws, so to speak. I was an athlete in high school. Uh, I would say uh, I was liked, you know, I had a lot of friends. Um, I enjoyed my life. I really enjoyed the things that my friends and I were doing. And I, I, I was the happiest. If I look back, I know a lot of people are like, I would never do high school again. I had the best time. Um, so much fun. And I often get sad that I feel like my daughter won't experience the same type of, um, high school experience that we experienced for many reasons. One, because we're military and we might move. That's number one. But number two, um, there was no social media. Thank the Lord. There was none of that. I mean, y'all, I don't know how I would ever be able to handle social media growing up. Nope, nope, nope. There wasn't even cell phones. Like it was just coming out and it literally was just like one of those cell phones, like Zach Morris on Say by the Bell, right? Nobody had that. Nobody was walking up to school like, you know, here's my big old phone. Like, no, none of that was happening. Um, we didn't have a lot of money and that was fine. I really didn't know anything else. I mean, I was truly happy. I never wanted for anything. And um, I loved that. Like it wasn't so materialistic. And I just, I really value that, that my mom instilled a very loving household for us. And um, so when all, you know, all of this was kind of like taking part and shaping, it was that I knew in my gut, it never was right. And I bounced back and forth, back and forth with this relationship all the time, knowing that it wasn't the right thing for me. And why I, it, it, it's so hard. It's a vicious cycle. But that gut is there. Man, I've told my daughter so many times, it will protect you. It will help you. It will definitely steer you in the right direction. You know right from wrong. And especially if that gut is telling you, there's that feeling inside that your tummy that just says, mm, this isn't the right path or right things to say, right situations to be in, trust it, own it, and get away from it because it will never be wrong, ever be wrong. And um, I even do that, even dating him, that that's what I shouldn't have been doing. But nonetheless, there I was. And then there my grand great-grandmother was sitting there telling me, and I was so fortunate to have her. I had her all the way, my great-grandmother, all the way until I was 31. I I just, it's unbelievable, unbelievable um, how long I had my great-grandmother, and I'm so thankful. But she used to say, you're going to lay down with dogs, you're going to get up with fleas. Y'all, I got up with so many fleas, like as in I should have been dipped, okay? Like they, I could not get these fleas off fast enough. This relationship was so toxic that I didn't, I was never able to be my true authentic self. And I have talked about that so much about being so true to yourself. I never, I never was my true self. I am an outgoing, witty, funny, just, I love people. I love being in that kind of environment. I surround myself with people all the time. 
he never was able to allow me to do this. I was always just like, you know, that's so dumb. Like, what would, why would you say stuff like that? You know, I felt like he would try to tear me away from my family. And all the while, like my gut was just telling me this is not good. And when I would get away from him, he would try to draw me back. Like even with my friends, my best of friends, he tried to destroy and he was successful there for a while. And it's sad to look back and think that one person held this power. I let one person hold a power over me that never should have happened. I am the only one that should be controlling myself, me, myself, and I. And just the process of me going through this with him and looking back on it, there was times where I could not even talk about about it except for the people who went through it with me. I could only really talk about it like that. And it wasn't that I was ashamed. I just didn't like the feelings that it would bring up, you know? Like, listen, I own it. I own my stuff. I own that I made mistakes and I own that I put myself in this kind of situation. I own it. I've worked through it and it's fine. But... I just didn't like those feelings that I would get when I would start talking about it. So I, I think so many times in that relationship um, where I knew in my gut this was wrong, for example, my best friends and I, is my wedding day. We were sitting outside. Now, mind you, I was 21 years old. I had no business getting married. All right. None whatsoever. It was just this escape that I felt like I needed to do. And it was also, I carry a lot of pride. I can be stubborn at times and I can also uh, hold a lot of pride where I don't want to admit that somebody else is right. And it was like this, like, well, I'm going to show them. Nobody's going to prove me wrong. I can't be wrong. Oh my gosh. I could just like, you know, my old self, I would just tell myself to shut up that and put on a hat with sunscreen, but that's neither here nor there. But I was, we were sitting outside of the wedding and the ceremonies I was getting ready to start. And my friend and I, two of my uh, best friends and I were sitting in the car and we were like, should we just drive away? And I was like, yeah, I think we should. It was like, let's not do this. Like, don't do this. And I was like, I don't want to do this. Let's just go. Let's go to Florida. Let's take whatever we have on us right now things will blow over. He'll be gone. We don't, you don't have to do this, Ashley. And I'm like, you're right. Like we, I don't have to do this. I I shouldn't do this. This doesn't feel right. I should not do this. So why did I get out of the car? Why did I get out of the car? And I went and I married him. Like I was just having that conversation. Like if there ever was a sign, you know what I mean? Like there it was smacking me in my face. God was all like, hello, hello, I'm over. Listen, listen, this, I, right here. You want to you take a look? Right here. I'll provide you, just go. And I just didn't listen. I, I just, man, I was so blinded. And it wasn't even fear. I think back, I wasn't even scared. I'd, I honestly just don't even know why I didn't just leave. He had already ruined relationships. He had already ruined friendships. He had already ruined like me. Like I felt so, oh my gosh, just wrong in all of it, all of it. And so I just got out of the car. And I remember one of my friends was like crying during the wedding. And, you know, like after everybody's like, oh, that was so sweet. Like you were crying, like, you know, getting married. And she was like, oh no, no, these were not happy tears. These were 
sad tears. Like I did not want this to happen. And it's, you know, that feeling of like, you just want somebody else to say something like somebody else to do that for you. And you know, when it's like, uh, is anybody here object? I wish that whole crowd would have been like, I do like all of us, all of us were in unison. All of us object. I wish everybody would have said it, but it's not really their place to say it. Is it like that's nobody can like do that for me. There'd be times where I'm like, don't you just see how he's behaving? Why can't you say something to him? And it's like, he's not going to listen to them. This has nothing to do with them. This is our relationship. Like this is me and I need to do something about it. And I need to get out. And the entire time my gut was saying, get out of this. From the time we got married, we moved to San Diego, all wrong. All of it was wrong. And then you guys, 9-11 hit. And it was like, well, I can't leave now. How, how does one leave now? Like, no way could I ever leave like, like somebody doing this. There was always this excuse. And it just kept coming up and coming up and coming up. And he just kept getting worse and worse and worse. Stress plays a role. Money plays a role. And then, of course, me, I knew I wasn't the happiest that I could be. I knew I wasn't doing what I was supposed to be doing. So, of course, my behavior wasn't right. And it just, this relationship just kept getting more toxic and toxic and toxic. To the point to where my neighbor was like, y'all's arguing. It is so bad. I'm afraid he's going to kill you one day. I'm afraid he's really going to hurt you. And he was right. We lived in an apartment in Chula Vista, California. And I'll just never forget him knowing that my husband was gone to work and he knocked on the door. And he was like, you, you need to leave. You just need to leave. And I'm like, I don't know how. Like, I don't know how to leave this relationship. Everything in my body wants to leave. And, and, I, and I can't. And I don't know what to do. I just needed help. I just wanted that help. And I had all the support from my family, all the support from my friends. You could, all the support from my coworkers. I had started a job that I loved and had started meeting new people at work, which let's be honest, I have never met a stranger. So I knew when I was gonna uh, start working that I was gonna make a tons of friends And again, with his insecurity, he didn't like either. So I was becoming happier. You know, I think he wanted me miserable. And I was finding, you know, myself a little bit, okay? And so here I was like becoming this different person and he didn't like it. So I had all this support of like everybody saying, you need to get out, you need to leave, I'll help you. So why didn't I? Why wouldn't I? I just felt so trapped. I felt so dirty too. And I don't know if that makes sense. I just, I I felt so yuck that I wasn't even worth leaving him, that it would even make me worthy and make me, I don't know, whole again, maybe. Would anybody ever love me again? Would anybody ever want me again? I'm now into my mid-20s, like I'm now 24, yeah, 24, and I'm thinking, you know, at that time, (laughs) I laugh now, but I was like, I'm getting older, you know, who's going to want me now, y'all, 
come on. Seriously, I mean, I'm about to be 42. I'm, I feel the best that I've ever felt. I think that it's so funny how we look back and we think about those things. But I did. I thought, you know, friends were getting married. They were starting to have babies. And here I was like, I didn't know if I wanted children. And I didn't want children, if I'm being honest. I didn't want children. I sure, certainly did not want children with him. Okay. I did not want children with him. I, he did everything he possibly could for us to have children, for, uh, for me to be pregnant, uh, tampered with my birth control, messed with everything. And I, it's by the grace of God and I give him all the glory in it. Cause it is by the grace of God that I did not get pregnant at all while married with him. And I'm so grateful for that. And I think that, you know, that says a lot too. I knew what I wanted and he knew I didn't want children. So I think that, you know, it was one of those things where it's like, you know, he knew I didn't want children, but it was like, well, I'm not gonna let you control this situation. I want children. And it's like, well, no, that's, I, I don't want them. So that was a fight as well. This was just one of the hardest things that I ever had to do, go through mentally and the emotional abuse, the things that he would say to me, the way that it would make me feel. I, I wanted to just crawl in a hole and die. Like I did not want to be around. I just wanted this all to go away. I feel like I have this, you know, good side of me, this bad side of me. And it was like the devil's on one side and the angels on the other. And I just didn't know what to do. I knew what was right. I knew what was wrong. And I knew in between that I had to figure this out. And I know I would get there someday. I just did not know how to get there. But my gut and the day that it happened and the support that I had around me, it was a lot of planning coming up to it. And when I did eventually leave, oh, the things that happened after is what was a little scary as well. And it's hard to talk about. And like I said, I'm going to have to go in stages and steps with this. Um, I can't talk about it all in one go. I need time to process, but I want to share all of this with you because when those times come, when I do leave him leading up to it was scary. It happening was terrifying. The nerve that I got, the strength that I got, the support that I got is something I will never be able to forget. And I'm extremely grateful to this day for those helping me to leave that situation that I was in with basically nothing. I could only fill my little Honda Civic up in the back of what I had and move forward and go forward and leave. And it was hard, but man, the reward that came after it, God just knew and God was there and I felt him there and I knew that I could do anything from there. But then history almost started repeating itself and I find another relationship and I find myself back in an emotional, abusive relationship. Why? Why? Why do we have to be so repetitive? Why is this all that we know? Y'all, it was, I couldn't even believe it. I couldn't believe that I had found myself once again in some kind of relationship that I knew once again with my gut and all my feelings that it was the wrong thing to do. But here I was thinking I would not be worthy. But 
to tell that story, I have to tell the day that I left on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening today. If you loved today's episode, I'd love for you to share it on your social media with your friends and family. You can also find me on Instagram at hashtag Chit Show. Most importantly, if you want to keep listening in, just hit that fancy subscribe button because I know you're not going to want to miss out on hashtag Chit Show.